0: Hello, welcome to my King James Bible Sermon Podcast. Please consider donating 490, new Taiwanese dollars, which is appropriately 17 US dollars, to me every single month, so I will work hard on my podcast to create my best podcast content. As my token of gratitude, I also will send you through your email. My monthly updates unique and dedicated A4-size e-books in PDF file format every single month with your monthly donation. Please check out the information in every podcast episode description. Thank you, and have a nice day. Everything that happens in life. Book of Matthew, Chapter 8. Verses 23 to 26, King James Bible. 23 And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. 24 And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. 25 And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord save us, we perish. 26, And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose, and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. We as devout Christians, shall not fear anything other than Almighty God himself if we profess that we have faith, because when we fear something other than God, then we do not fear God. As the Holy Scripture says in the book of Proverbs, to fear God is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom. Therefore, if we truly fear the Lord, then we have received the knowledge and wisdom, and in knowledge and wisdom, there should never be found fear of other things. Why shall we still fear other things? There is no fear for other things in God's perfect love, because fear has torment. Why can faith save a born-again Christian? It is the propitiation relationship that Jesus Christ has established between himself and us when we walk with him. Consequently, we no longer have any excuses to say that we still have faith, but we are fearful of other things like stormy weather in this case. To fear something outside of God is an indication that there is no faith in us. Faith cannot be correlated with a fair period. When you truly believe God as what he says he is in the Bible, then he becomes your loving heavenly father who has the infinite power enough to control everything you are facing in real time. Therefore, we must utilize this opportunity of access to calm the tempest by God's power. In another word, when there is a true believer in Christ is nearby, there must have the power of living God to be seen in him. Otherwise, he is a liar. He never believes God as he says. The way God controls or allows everything that might happen. Gospel Matthew chapter 2, verses 12 to 14. King James version. Point one two and being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. 13 And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. 14. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night, and departed into Egypt. In these verses, the angel of the Lord came to warn Joseph to flee into Egypt until further notice so they are saved from danger. But how can these verses educate us as Christian? When we are truly called to be a servant of God to fulfill his will, God will make certain that there will be no obstacles ahead of us in the situation that we are obeying God. God's power is always transcendental in every way so there is no place for distress or fretting too much because God is in control of every aspect of our lives if we truly obey and wait for His instruction. Jehovah. Our Heavenly Father also will send those mighty angels to guard us for safety when we need it. Sometimes, God is trying to warn us ahead of time by speaking directly to us, so it is crucial to listen attentively to God's voice. However, we must take precautions in listening to God to discern His voice from the devil. Sometimes, in our dreams, God will manifest his instructions to us. No matter what method God uses to send information or instruction to let us know what to do next, we still have the duty to take heed and act accordingly, otherwise, we might fall behind in what God wants us to do, and often it is our fault. To be blessed by God's supernatural power of providence. We must obey Him all the time and also walk with Him on every step in the pathway that God has shown us. However, many Christians thought that all they have to do is simply pray and wait for any magic work to happen. That is unbiblical and foolish when you think that God will bless your career without any necessity to obey His will and timing and receive the instructions. For example, If God wants you to be a disciple of Jesus, to cast out devils and heal many sicknesses and build the church, then he will send a prophet or another legitimate disciple to minister to you to initiate your discipleship. So all you can do is wait patiently and rest in God's promise and submit yourself to God's way. Don't lean your understanding by doing something else or choose to work your way. Finally, be patient and long-suffering while enduring any hardship with faith, because every blessing that is pouring from heaven must first meet the requirement, to be humble before God and wait for His timing until the blessing has arrived. This is the key principle of the Christian faith to walk with God and obey God's will.
1: welcome to my channel my podcast channel is talking about king James bible word of god preaching to receive instruction knowledge and wisdom and understanding is better than receiving gold or, or silver today i'm going to talk about a topic in this episode can be the scripture can be found in the book of psalms Book of Psalms, chapter 39, verse 5 in the King James Bible. Behold, thou hast made my days as a handbreadth, and my age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity, Seller. Behold, thou hast made my days as a handbreadth, and my age is as nothing before thee. Verily every man at his best state is altogether vanity, seller. This verse is talk about human life, human glory is shortcoming. God looking at, at us as a finite creature, a finite short time, short living creature that doesn't have glory compared with, with God. God's glory, God's kingdom is much, much transcendental than, than ours. Because, number one, life is short. God created human beings. He never created us to have a long, eternal life on earth because sin issue persists in this world. If God creates human with eternal life that have sin permeated the whole world, then God is condoning sin. God doesn't do that. God never condone sin. God never ordains sin. God let sin destroy itself. God let the sin of, of human to be come to the end, one day, sure, uh, surely, short, after birth, they will turn to destruction. Sin cannot please God. Flesh cannot please God. So sin cannot go to eternal heaven. Cannot go to the kingdom of God because sin is abomination. So life is short no matter what kind of career you're doing your computer engineer your aerospace engineer your doctor your nurse your professional in in, in med- medical specialist your life is short god is fair to everybody he gave us finite the limited life's life time to do our, our living in this earth. Who have, we all have sin in this earth we sit each other, we sit against each other, we sit against ourselves, we sit against our neighbor and the world wicked wickedness run wild on this earth. So life is short. If life is not short that God is condoning our sin. God is allowing sin to be praised and glorified. God doesn't do that. So life is short. No matter you are invest you are investing a business or you you are creating theories in, in physics, in chemistry, and biology, you are inventor of all smart things, smart merchandise, or machinery, on and on and on. Life is short, and if one day we will die, and then our flesh will turn to ruin, will be corrupted, will have to go some place called cremation, crematorium, Or the graveyard, to be buried six foot underground, or to be cremated. So life is short. No matter who you are, you are you are the elite, or you are uh, just a poor man. Vanity of human life. There is an end of all things that you are care about. You are creating. All kind of machinery, all kind of human proud, human s- subjects uh, teaching uh, in the pro- in the university. No matter how you smart you are, you can draw a a pa- uh, you can draw painting, you can paint w- without opening the eyes. No matter how you, how smart you are, or how talent you have, it's vanity because one day you will be you will die, and all your glory will fade away. All your all your deeds will never be mentioned again. Will be forgotten. Vanity of human life and death cannot be escaped. All death cannot be escaped and all human will be called to, to judgment, will go to the before the judgment table and we judge, judge according to our deeds, according to what we done, what we said, what we thought. So no matter who you are, you are artist, you are a musician, you are a doctor, nurse, or professor—you, your sin will be judged accordingly. You're not going to escape. and eternal life is more important than carnal kind of life. What kind of eternal life you're going to, you're going to spend? It's depend on how you live in this life. If you depart from evil, if you fear law, fear the law of all eternity. If you love God, if you accept Jesus Christ as your savior, or if you reject it, reject all the Christianity will will be according to what you done what kind of eternal life you you will have depend on what kind of lifestyle on on this earth accordingly. So, this life is just a shadow of eternal life. This life is, is temporary, momentary, but the eternal life is real and this life is not not as important as eternal life. Next, without serving God life is without meaning. Without serving God you're serving yourself and serving yourself it doesn't go anywhere. You're prolific books writing even you are even you are an author or writer or writer of novels. Your prolific in, in writing articles, in becoming a, a journalist, reporter, or you a writer. You write magazine articles, or you write novels or screenplay. All your prolific works will be burned. Even now it's settled in the library. One day the whole world will be burned, will be consumed. All the skyscraper will be turned down. So all your walks, all your prolific works will be burned out. Only the word of God will prevail. Only the word of God will pass and all human proud all human invest invest, investor invest things will be destroy all the aircraft all the space station all the satellites uh, will be burnt so without serving God what you've done is this work what your labor is vanity you will never pass on to the next life you will never bring to to your with yourself when you go to hell. Without serving God, you're not going to heaven, and all your your possessions cannot bring with you to hell, to eternal punishment, to condemnation. All human pride will be destroyed. Next, flesh is cursed for for good, cannot please God. Flesh lust after. I can do things after sex after favorite after beauty and that after lust is finished being for sin and sin finished before death neither none of them can be pleased God. Only faith can please God. So don't ever believe that what you do as an artist, as a musician, as a professor or as a doctor you're praising God. No. Because what you do is depend on your flesh is to proclaim that your flesh can be can serve God. Only faith can serve God. Your flesh is an enmity of God that cannot be pleased. Cannot please God and God not going to condone your sin. Flesh is enmity. Flesh lusts against spirit. The spirit lost against nothing. Flesh will lust against spirit, will be an enemy against spirit. But the spirit, the body against spirit, will hate flesh. So, flesh cannot please God. Only faith can please God. And man's glory is a shortcoming compared to God's glory. Man's wisdom and knowledge is stupid, is foolish. It will never bring to the eternal life. It will fade away because God is super transcendental than human. God's wisdom and knowledge is way beyond our imagination. So man's glory is shortcoming is foolish compared to God's. And God is the ultimate meaning ultimate meaning to man's existence. So God created human to make him praise and worship worship him in order for him to live in this world. God is ultimate meaning of man's existence. So human will praise and worship him, not to praise and worship the man himself. So you, you have to know the ultimate meaning of your life, otherwise you don't know what you're spending your life, you're, you're wasting your lifetime in, in order to praise yourself, in order to, to qualify yourself. You'll be stupid, man. This is the end of my episode. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Goodbye, and God loves you.